Hi guys and welcome back to Paranormal Hotline, the weekly paranormal podcast. My name's Kaylee and I'm joined by my co-host Michael. Hello. So just off the top of the episode, I wanted to let you guys know that we now have a Patreon set up and we have a tier that starts at just two euro. I think that's about two dollars something, maybe like two thirty or something. Um, It'll give you access to the Discord uh, where all sorts of nonsense happens and it helps us to keep the podcast going as well. We love bringing you guys paranormal stories and we hope you guys enjoy listening to them. If we haven't responded to your email yet, we will be getting to it uh, and putting together an episode on user submitted stories. So if you have a paranormal story that you'd like us to read out, send us an email at paranormalhotlinepodcast.gmail.com or you can send us a DM on Twitter at paranormalhl. So for today's episode, we're taking a look at a relatively old story now. Well, its origins are from 2017, so we've had older stories, but this one, it takes place on Twitter. It is known as the Dear David story, and I'm actually shocked you haven't heard about it, Michael. You, like, I can't believe you have not heard this. It, uh, no, it sounds like something on Craigslist, like a misconnection. No, it's nothing like that. It's an actual paranormal haunting tale, but just documented on Twitter. On Twitter. Yeah. Twitter's like the worst place to document anything, though. It is and it isn't. It's a very um, attention-seeking social media. So, you know, <laughs> the whole thing is kind of suspicious. Like, there is, a, there is a lot of evidence and everything seems like almost too perfect to really be true. The original poster of the story called Adam Ellis insists that this is a true story and they're actually making a movie about it soon. So if you don't know Adam Ellis from his Dear David story, then you probably know him from his webcomics. He's a really popular artist online, and before this, he had nothing to do with paranormal events. Oh yeah, I've seen these guys, I've seen these. Yeah, he's he's pretty popular, like, this was like the first paranormal thing that happened to him. It wasn't like he needed to do it for attention or anything like that, he already had a big following. This was just something that happened to him, and he documented it in these tweets. I'm already suspicious. Yeah, I know what you mean, right? It is just suspicious. When you see the pictures and stuff, um, they are creepy, they're creepy pictures. And I'll be posting them in the Discord for the guys in the Discord. There's already enough creepy things in that Discord. <laughs> there, there really is. <laughs> I've seen a foreskin walker. <laughs> so I'm just going to read through the tweets that he made and show you the pictures he posted. Sweet. And I'll let you make up your own mind on whether you think it's like truly paranormal or not. So the first tweet took place on August 7th in 2017. And the first tweet is just... So my apartment is currently being haunted by the ghost of a dead child and he's trying to kill me. Okay, okay, first of all, children are easy to overpower. This should be a non-issue. Yeah, (laughs) wait till you see this child, you're gonna love it. He started appearing in dreams, but I think he's crossed over into the real world now. Like Freddy (laughs) Krueger? Yes, just like Freddy Krueger. The first time I saw him, I was experiencing sleep paralysis and saw a child sitting in the green rocking chair at the foot of my bed. He had a huge misshapen head that was dented on one side. I did my best to draw it. I'll send you the picture now. What the fuck? <laughs> it looks like it looks like something out of did you ever see that show on Nickelodeon Real Monsters. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, it kinda does it, right? Do you know but what, what that reminds me of? What? Do you know Sylvester Stallone? <laughs> yes. The reason he has a bit of a limp face is because when he was born, the doctor had forceps to pull him out and this, like, grabbed him by the head. I'm just imagining the doctor here grabbed too hard. Yeah, but that's what he, that's what he describes seeing sitting at the rocking chair at the bottom of his bed. Do you uh, know for why a while... his head is dented? That's what happened when he tried to do it to me. <laughs> for a while he just stared at me, but then he got out of the chair and started shambling towards the bed. 
I couldn't move because I was paralyzed. I have sleep paralysis fairly often. It sucks. Uh, right before he reached my bed, I woke up screaming. So that's the first encounter he had with it. That was the first night. And it very clearly just sounds like sleep paralysis. Yeah, that's the kind of weird shit you see. Yeah, it is. It's just bizarre. But it's not paranormal. It's just sleep paralysis. That's how it is. The brain is just weird. <laughs> that kid's brain is weird. <laughs> what brain? <laughs> it, looks like, it looks like he looks like a fucking walnut with a bite missing out of it. <laughs> Who's taking bites out of walnuts? He looks I like know. A, yeah. <laughs> Who eats walnuts? So then it continues. I had another dream a few nights later where I was in a library and a girl came up to me and said, you've seen dear David, haven't you? And I was like, who? And she said, Dear David, you saw him. She continued, He's dead. He only appears at midnight. And you can ask him two questions if you said, Dear David, first. Then she added, But you never try to ask him a third question or he'll kill you. How does she know? And why is she harassing people in the library? Well, she's, it's just a dream. Oh, okay, yeah. I thought it was just like he was at college and there was some freak. Because that's no, no, the kind no. of shit. Like, <laughs> you do meet those people. <laughs> no, no, no. He wasn't just, it wasn't just a random girl at an actual library. He had another dream and this girl told him in the dream the rules of Dear David. So, was she hot? It was a child. Oh, <laughs> Did oh. you not hear the first sentence I said? I had a dream a few nights later where I was in a library. And oh, wait, actually, he said a girl came up to me, so it might not have been yeah. a child. I just assumed <laughs> <Yeah>. it was. <laughs> I was very shaken. Having two dreams about the same thing is pretty weird. Anyway, a couple of weeks passed without incident. Wait, wait. Would you say that's weird? What? To have two Having... dreams that are kind of related? I've had, like, I've, I was, I woke up one night or one morning and I had a really good dream and I was looking forward all day to going back to sleep because I'd get to continue the dream. And when I did, I got to continue the dream. Ugh, Is that weird. Not normal? <laughs> what did you do? Ch- pass a checkpoint in your dream? Kind of. It was basically like, I was having, well, I wouldn't even call it a nightmare, but I'd call it like a scary dream, but like a horror movie scary. And you were looking forward to going back to the stream. It was a, f- it was an interesting dream. You're strange, man. You. <laughs> If you saw Dear David in your dreams, you'd just be laughing at him. <laughs> Look at you, mushy head. <laughs> so nothing happened for a while. That was kind of it. He had two dreams and then nothing really. And then a couple of weeks later, David came back in another dream. Same situation. I was in bed. He was sitting at the rocking chair near the window, staring at me. In the dream, I said, Dear David, how did you die? And he mumbles, an accident in a store. <laughs> I say, Dear David, what happened in the store? And he groans, a shelf was pushed on my head. Yeah, I can see it. <laughs> was the shelf holding bowling balls? The next couple of days, I googled deaths in the city, but couldn't find anything about a kid named David dying in a store. I even tried different names. Daniel, Dylan, Devon, nothing. I couldn't find anything. Another month or two goes by, and I sort of forget about dear David. I think he's lost track of me because I've moved upstairs. But lately, something strange is happening. For the past four nights, my cats gather at the front of the door at exactly midnight and just stare at it, almost like something is on the other side. See, like, I wouldn't notice anything wrong there because I have a horde of cats. Like, one of them, she's looking at me right now. <laughs> is that something I weird mean, that cats do? I mean, like, I had a cat before and it didn't stare oh, no, at doors, oh, no. but cats Sorry, are kind of weird. Her attention and now she's just screaming at me. Yeah, <laughs> yeah like... My friend had a dog before and like it woke up in the middle of the night and started like the door opened to his room on its own. Yeah. And the dog got up and just started like growling and barking at nothing and he was like, Shut up. Oh, that's weird. 
Do so you the think story- cats can see ghosts? I don't know. There is that whole question of if animals can really see ghosts and stuff. I know their eyes are different than ours, but are they really that different? Well, yeah, like you can look into a cat's eye and see into its like eyeballs. See into its soul. Although you can kind of do that with people too if you have a lamp. Like I know bugs and stuff can see like UV lights, can't they? Do you know what would be the best animal for tracking a ghost? What? The shrimps. Yeah, <laughs> the ones with the oh, amazing like- eyesight. They have like 12 cones and they can like punch through like sound. <laughs> that sounds like an alien. What happens if I put that cone in my eye? Uh, you'd probably go blind. Oh, cool. But like they would be handy for seeing ghosts because they can see things in different, what's the word? Spectrums? Spectrums, yeah. Um, he even continued, when I opened the door and turned on the hall light, nothing was there, but my cats seemed unnerved. They were bushy tails. So it's, you know, like when a cat's being attacked by something, their tail goes like whoop. Yeah, it's like fluffing out to try and make him look bigger. Yeah, that would happen to his cats while they were looking out this door. And that's where I am right now, dear David fans. So nothing really happened then again till the next Wednesday. Uh, Update for the sixth night in a row, my cats have walked over to the door promptly at midnight and stared at it. There's videos of them, but it's mostly just the cats staring at the doors. They might want to go out. (laughs) It's just a hallway. They're indoor cats. And it's always at midnight. Yeah, that is weird. Although cats have like weird internal clocks. So then the next thing that happened was that he got a Polaroid. You know, you know, Polaroid camera, the ones that are like the old. I have a few. You take a picture and it has the film or whatever. It just prints out automatically. So he started taking pictures of the hallway, the door that the cats were going to. And every time he would take a picture of the hallway, even if the lights were brighter than the room that he was in, it would be pitch black. I'll show you a video now of what was happening. Well, he's taken a picture of the hallway, the photo would develop, and everything else is clear as day. You can see his apartment, but just in the doorway is just pitch black. You can't see anything. You have a Polaroid camera. What do you think? I think that's a really weird Polaroid camera. I've never seen portrait mode ones. I've seen ones like that before. It's strange though. It's just completely, it's completely black. It's not like there's any depth to it or anything like that. It's just like a block. Like somebody got a piece of black card and just covered the doorway. Held it up to the <laughs> but door. But there is a video of him taking the pictures. I don't know if that can be faked is the only thing. Could you take that picture and then put it into the camera and then make it look like it's being printed? The door frame looks weird in the second one because you can't really see the locks and shit. They're all blurry. It looks like a big shadow. Yeah, you're right. He could have just gotten the blur tool and just filled out the door. Yeah, maybe. And he is an experienced um, illustrator, so it wouldn't be too hard for him to do something like that. The only thing I'd say is that there's no light reflected onto the door in the second one, but there is in the first one. Oh, I see what you mean, yeah. So things continue to be a bit weird after that. He got some sage and he cleansed his house, blah, blah, blah. So it continues then. I haven't dreamt about David in a few months, but he appeared again last night. In the dream, my bedroom was filled with hazy smoke, but I could see David sitting in the chair across the room. He was smaller this time, almost shrunken. He didn't do or say anything except look at me. Anyway, I feel it's a bad omen. So we can have been visited by David again. I have a question. Yep. So if he had asked David a question that time, would that have counted as three questions or a new one? I don't know. I assume it would be a new one. I don't know. I don't know the rules of David. You'd have to ask David, but then if you ask him, he might kill you. I'd only be able to ask one more thing. (laughs) Yeah. On Friday night, there was supposed to be a huge storm. In the end, it passed, but the night was bizarre anyway. I fell asleep pretty early. I was incredibly tired for some reason. I had a dream that night where David was dragging me by the arm through an old abandoned warehouse. I'm not sure why I didn't fight back in the dream or how he was so strong as to pull me, but that's dream logic for you. 
It was a creepy dream, but I didn't think much of it when I woke up. I took a shower, and then I noticed something. I'd woken with a huge bruise on my arm, and there's a picture of his bruise on his arm that he posted on Twitter as well. Now look, maybe I injured my arm that day before, and my arm was hurting during the night, which manifested the dream. So he is thinking kind of rationally about this as well. Yeah, I like that he's not like, I immediately got a priest and... Yeah, yeah. Went he said, um, there could be a totally logical explanation for it, so I brushed it off. I went to go get coffee, which I do every weekend. You know, so he kind of like, he put it out of his head or whatever. Just assumed that he had hurt his arm and then he had a dream about it, which is, you know, it can happen. So far, it's not really anything paranormal other than, you know, sleep paralysis. His cats are staring at a door, which isn't too weird. The camera's kind of being weird, but cameras can malfunction. And he's got a bruise, which he, you know, kind of links to a dream, but it, he could have got that bruise anywhere. So he passed by a warehouse that day and apparently it's a warehouse that's normally full of cars and stuff like that. And there was just a green chair in it, which he also thought it was kind of weird. And then he started getting loads of missed calls on his phone from like some weird number. He answered it at one stage and there was just a really creepy voice that said hello and then he hung up. I don't know, like that's not really paranormal. It does get weird though. It gets very strange. So then eventually he has the rocking chair, the original rocking chair that David was seen on. Why would he not burn that chair? Why would you? So far it's nothing really paranormal. So if you just click on that video and skip in a little bit, you'll see that the chair is just rocking back and forth by itself. So he set up a motion sensor camera. I like that chair. Yeah, it's nice. It would send, it's a motion sensor camera and it would give him a notification if anything moved in the picture. And the chair started rocking back and forth by itself. I think that this was deliberately, sh- uh, deliberately set up. Do you know you think? why? Why? Because look where that front door is. You couldn't have the chair there without the front door hitting it every time you opened it. But it continues anyway. Uh, So this afternoon I took a nap and had a dream. I hadn't been able to shake. In the dream I was laying in bed and rolled over to face the other direction. On the pillow next to me was a severed head with a bloody spine attached, snaking down the bed. Lovely. The head was staring right at me, somehow still alive. It had this huge smile plastered on its face. Horrified I screamed, what happened to you? The head smiled even bigger. It feels great, the head groaned. After that, I woke up. It was dark outside by then. Everything was quiet. So that's just a freaky dream to have in general. Have you ever had a dream like that? So my girlfriend like constantly says she wants nothing better than someone to rip out her spine. Because what? it would just feel amazing. <laughs> what? Like, because like her back is sore. Oh, that's weird, man. That's super weird. She's just like, yeah, I want someone to rip out my spine and just beat it off a wall and put it back in. It sounds like <laughs> no wonder that guy thought it would feel great. That is super, super weird. Why? <laughs> it's such, such a strange thing to want. <laughs> we were watching Mortal Kombat and she fucking loved it when Sub-Zero ripped the man's head off. <laughs> so then the next thing is Adam Ellis was in Japan and he came across this statue and he says that the figure in the statue is, is freakishly similar to David. <laughs> <laughs> I don't like it. It's got a weird forehead. All right. So then after that, it wasn't till November 6th. So this is a good while after this had started back in August. So this might be long. Stick with me. This is his tweet. Last night, I dreamt about him again. It was almost exactly the same as the first time I saw him. In the dream, I saw him in a chair again. I didn't have the green chair in my room anymore. This time it was a recliner I've had for years. So I was always sitting in a chair. Lazy bastard. He was staring at me, just like the first time. Again, I felt paralyzed and could barely move. But this time, something was different. I still felt mostly immobile, but I could squirm a little bit. I felt more alert. I could move my hands somewhat. David glared at me and I dreaded what I knew was coming. He was going to get out of the chair and come towards me, like before. I had to do something. 
I kept my phone next to me on the bed. I somehow managed to get a hold of it. I thought, if David is going to kill me, maybe I can at least get evidence on my phone. And I started snapping pictures in the dark. Sure enough, he crawled onto the bed and began shuffling towards me. He moved slowly, like it was a struggle for him. I felt terrified, but I kept taking photos. David limped closer towards me, never taking his eyes off me. Soon, I was face to face with him. He started muttering something, too quiet for me to understand. I watched as his eyes rolled back in his head until they were white. I tried to writhe away from him, but I could barely move. I stared in horror as he began crawling onto my bed, still murmuring something. And that's when I woke up. Same as before, broad daylight, no trace of David anywhere. It's almost routine now, but it was a dream after all. So I got up and went to work and after a while of the, the dream stress melted away. I see, do you know what he's saying there? Like he couldn't move and everything. Yeah. As someone who's had sleep paralysis, it would be a lot easier to like force yourself to move than to just move one hand and use it to take pictures. Yeah, I don't know. See, then there's the argument of is it sleep paralysis or is this some sort of demon trance, you know? Yeah, that's true. He always does say he wakes up. Yeah, I wasn't going to write about this since it wouldn't really be new information, but tonight I noticed something that petrified me. I went into my phone to find a picture from a couple of days ago, and I saw dozens of pitch black photos in my camera roll, all from last night. It's better to show you. Turn up your brightness because they're pretty dark. All right, Michael, you ready for this? Sweet, I'm ready to be scared. I think you're ready for this first picture of David. I like it. What are you laughing at? I'm, la- I'm laughing at his little striped shirt. Yeah, I, I, I think I could take him. There's more. There's a picture of David actually getting up off the chair to come over to him. Do you know what his hair is reminding me of? Do you know that, fo- like, the icy hot guy in My Hero Academia? I can, I'm getting that kind of vibe off his hair. He doesn't have hair. What are you on about? There's uh, no hair there. That's his skull? Yes. I thought that was hair. No, I see the dent now. I thought the dent was just darker hair. No. <laughs> yeah, I'd knock that child out if it was in my room in the middle of the night. I don't think you'd be able to if it's not been knocked out already. I'd dent in the other side of his head so it looked like a nipple. So what do you think of that? That's freaky, isn't it? The pictures are just creepy. Do you think they're like too good to be real or do you think it's just... Like, can we dismiss pictures like this? Because we're always complaining that people don't get good pictures of paranormal stuff. What if this just is... A really good picture of a paranormal event. I want it to be, I really do, but at the same time, it's like you said, it's like, oh, this is too good. It is just he's a bit too good, he's right? He's got videos of stuff moving and he's got pictures that he took in a dream. I'd love a demon dream. <laughs> no, you wouldn't. Why would you want that? Because it would just be like, okay, yes, I know how this works now. Like, I've, 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 I'd, I'd want to experience it myself. The closest I've had is waking up in the middle of the night to you going, look, the EMF meter. So he downloaded this new thing and he said, I downloaded an app that takes a picture every 60 seconds. So I set up my phone on the top of a bookcase. It's about seven feet tall, so I put... So there's a really good view of the bedroom and the surrounding room. Then I went to sleep. Just like before, I jolted awake hours later, feeling the same unease. I turned on the light, hurried out of the bed, and got my phone from the bookcase. And there was roughly 350 photos to scroll through. The vast majority of them were me sleeping in an empty room. It's sort of dark, but you can just see me sleeping. I left a couple of lights on, just in case anything showed up. But the first hundred or so are just photos of me in an empty room. So this is the original photos of him just sleeping in the empty room. I hope he looks cute. Uh, You can't really see him, he's just under the blanket. I see an ear. Then suddenly, he was there, standing on the chair at the foot of the bed, staring at me. 
Take the chair out of your room. Show me. Show me. I'm sending it. I'm sending it. What does it look like he's pants are down? It's really weird looking. It looks like he's... um Eating his collar. It kind of looks like a doll or something, doesn't it? Looks like it, a puppet nearly. Yeah, it looks like... Like, where's the fucking back of the neck? <laughs> yeah, you're right. It kind of like tethers off to, to a neck. Suddenly he was there standing on the chair at the foot of the bed staring at me. In the next photo for a mi- from a minute later... He suddenly seems to be staring straight up at the ceiling. Just staring. So this is him staring up at the ceiling. I don't see it. It looks like a child looking down. Um, yeah, I, I can see where you, why you would think it's looking down. I think it's nearly like turned around. Yeah, He's looking the other direction. Yeah, it's facing the other direction looking down, it looks like. Then he appears to collapse on the chair. The next dozen photos are all the same. He's completely lifeless. At first I thought he was dead, which obviously doesn't make any sense. I look over at the chair, half expecting him to be there, but it's empty. So this is a picture of him slumped over, which is, I think you might find this one funny. He might have been taking a nap. It kind of looks like Dobby. <laughs> it's like his like shirt's that. gone. I've slept like that. <laughs> I've seen you sleep like that. <laughs> yeah. But then in the next photo, he's gone. The room is totally empty again. He's gone in the next several photos too. I figure maybe he, maybe that was it. But then I kept swiping through the photos. You see, uh, everything so far, like th- this entire routine that he's had, like this specific night, I'd be totally fine with if, like, the ghost of a child showed up and just slept in the same room as me because it wanted company. Yeah, I don't know if it wants company, though. It's just creepy. No, like, do you know what I mean? Like, if the ghost of a child, like, every time you've seen it, all it did was take a nap. I'd be perfectly fine with that. It, I don't it would, think it would I would be. be sad. <laughs> it would still be sad. I think I would definitely get somebody in to try and move it on to the next life <laughs> we're gonna send you to the great nap nap in the sky someone dip the hammer in holy water I'm gonna even <laughs> him do you think if you stuck a plunger to his head you could get the dent out like for the car get the holy plunger <laughs> what's the holy plunger for holy shit um so then he continues so the, so the kid disappeared then so there's a few pictures there where he's just not there in the room and then he shows up again and adam ellis says that's when my heart started to race I didn't want to look at the rest of the photos, but I knew I had to. Is it him peeing on the him, next like photo the Calvin t- and the t-shirt thing? <laughs> and my heart sank into my stomach. Now, would you be okay with this? This is what I imagine Pierre does while I sleep. Pierre is Michael's um, pet alien, for anyone who wants to know. Kaylee got him for me. He came from Taiwan. So you'd be okay with that? No, I don't think I would. Mainly because if I woke up, it'd be a crotch full of ghost face. Or a face full of gr- ghost crotch. <laughs> So for our listeners, in this picture, it's David standing right in front of Adam while he sleeps. Yeah, so this is the next picture then and that it took after that. Is that him looking at the camera? Yes. And then the next picture after that is this. <laughs> so for anyone listening, the next picture... the next so, so the first one is him looking at the guy sleeping, standing right on the bed. Then he's staring at the camera and then the next picture is just like... I don't know what that is. Is that a, an ear? It's like the it looks like bottom a left of the picture of is just like is balding with alopecia. Yes, that's what it does look like. So, what do you think of that? You think you'd be okay with that? No, I don't want to touch on my stuff. There's other stuff that happens too. Like he visits his family, and then while he's there, there's like um, footprints in the snow. Going to the house, that's like children's little footprints. Um, there's a few other little pictures of, of David, but none, none of them are quite as clear as that other one. I don't know how I feel about this all, like, in general, because on one hand, I'm like, it's all exactly what you'd want, but yeah. it's all exactly what you'd want. There's, there's there's a lot of stuff to go through, too. There's a lot of evidence. There's a lot of smaller stuff. Like, I've shown you all the really big things, like the pictures of David, all the freaky dreams that he's had that have kind of correlated with the pictures. 
but there's other little things too like he's you know like I said he's seen little footprints there's other small things that I've left out that are kind of like the nice little details of it but it's also just a really nicely narrated story and like I said at the start of the episode it is being made into a movie so it did bring him money and a lot of attention to his Twitter account too yeah even if like even people who wouldn't normally read his stuff or like his comics would be like, like if they're into ghosts they're gonna read it um I don't know what do you think do you think you do you think it's like genuine or do you think it's all just for for the story I'd say it I'd say one or two spooky things might have happened then once there was a reaction he was like I can run with this yeah, that's probably... You're probably right there. I want to know if aliens have ghosts. <laughs> that's a good question. A question for science. Yeah, it's like, look, they have fucking... You, uh, they have spaceships and shits. Surely they have something better than, like, an EMF meter. They would probably be the best people to ask, all right? Yeah. What if it's, like, something really depressing? Like, yeah, ghosts are real. No heaven or hell, but, like, ghosts. Your soul just gets stuck. Oh, I don't want to know that. <laughs> <laughs> They're like, they're like, oh wait, you put people in coffins? You don't know that the skeleton still experiences things? Oh god, that would be awful. Cremation. I mean, that would nearly be better than being buried forever, Yeah, right? it would be a short amount of intense pain rather than slow insanity in a box. Yeah, so that's everything I have on Dear David. Like I said, we have the new Patreon set up. There's a two euro tier. There's a couple of tiers there if you want to go take a look at it. But if you can subscribe to anything, that would be great. We really, really appreciate the support. And we're posting all the pictures from Dear David into the Discord as well. Um, so if you are interested in looking at the pictures or any of the stuff that we talk about in the podcast, we do post them in the Discord. Yeah, that's everything we have for this week, guys. So thanks for joining us and we'll see you next Tuesday. Thank you. Bye. Bye.